ん、多分もつも三百もあるもつの。じゃなんかで、何日ビューク日ネジャーでバレじゃん。で、一年度ショーさんもでねえの手探りもするで。十年、うん、だんじゅんギリでねでね、でバレじゃおにゃんでサンバにゃるちょっと時計パターンちょっとサンバ習慣にサンバじゃあ中継のなんでね。テワチメンジュラマーディニシュレチェパーラーデナマスギナニソンバテンジュニシェバデラヤンルイナマシャバダヤナギシェダヨソゾキンジャワスミペナニヤナギシェダトジョチョフンダントトルネシケシナマニペナニニバトトルネシデラトモンドテンバダンソスユモシェバダンデラギペンナマシペンシェバナマスミペナニ2番でダギモーシェバレンデラヤンシューペナネダンゴチェンギンデンシェバレンデラマスルサケナバギユピナネサケンガバサムジョロワタペイテンバソレペイテンバンデラチマタニボディニトゥモンチュトゥンジャワンダンジマタニボディニソスユチュトゥンジャワンナバニユピナネニバジマダニボディニソスユチュティンジャラワディニシュワチピカプスパーバレンデラヤンジマケバルチュンジャラワディニチュティンジャラワチタンニラジンチュインギチュンジャラワニユピナニニバラジンチュインギチュンジャラワニラジンチュインデラジンチュインデラジンチュインデラジンチュインデラジンデラヤンナセソサチェナマスムソンディナニソンバチェウモゲバシェバチェウモゲバシェバデラヤンチュグウィンゲシゲバシェバナディジニゲバシェバダリキペドンゲバシェバナマスミピナニチュグウタンディジニギペドンゲバシェバディシュシンデだ、マジキペデンジャバシェバンディニール。マジキペデンジャバシェバンディニール。シュワッチピカスンバーレ。Once again, generate the motivation of Bodhicitta, thinking of all sentient beings, of being of parents, and so with the, um, uh, the wish to.、Uh, To be, the, uh, to be able to、uh, lead them single-handedly to the state of、uh, complete enlightenment. And so for that, then, we'll be、uh, engaging in the receiving teachings, reflecting upon them, meditating upon them, as a way to make this precious human birth <coughs> that we've obtained now meaningful. So with these kind of、uh, reflections, then the thoughts, please generate the motivation of bodhicitta, as we said, that to...、Uh, Uh, to these teachings on the, the Mahayana Uttara Tantra Shastra. And we're,、um, so in these teachings, we're in the third of the fourth,、uh, fourth sec- four sections,、um, which is the explanation of the treatise itself presented in,、uh, th- in three parts、uh, the presentation of the body, the presentation of the limb, and the conclusion. So we're in the presentation of the limb. And in that, there's、uh, two sections presentation of three jewels and presentation of four remaining sections. We're in the second one. 
Presentation of forum mini session. The presentation of forum mini sessions is three parts. There's first presentation of uh, uh, aspects which are common to all four, then there are presentation of each four individually, and then presentation of the benefits. So we're in the second presentation of each individually, and of the four sections corresponding to each of the four points. Then we are in the first one, presentation of the Dhammada, which is explained itself in um, eight points, eight sections. <coughs> And we are in the uh, the fifth of the uh, eighth section, which is presentation of the analogies that are uh, linked, um, as linked. So the um, analogies um, as linked, there's two, um, two sections. It's first um, the presentation of uh, the, um, the analogies corresponding to uh, both um, the... Um, the element and the obscurations together, and then there's presentation of the uh, analogies relating them individually to uh, the uh, uh, to the defilements and to the element or the essence. And so we're in the second section, the uh, individual uh, presentation. In that, there's a presentation of the particular aspect of the uh, um, of the defilements by means of the analogies, and then there's a presentation of uh, the, uh, how the nature of the Dhamma Dhatu is by means of those um, analogies. So we're in the second section, in which there is uh, a brief introduction to three properties uh, symbolized by uh, the nine analogies. Then there's an uh, individual uh, presentation of what those three prop properties are. And thirdly, there's a detailed explanation of the nature of those distinctions. So we're in the detailed explanation of the nature of the distinction. Detailed explanation of nature has also three parts. It's first the uh, analogies for the Dhammakaya and their meaning. Then the analogies for suchness and its meaning. And thirdly, the analogies for the affinity and uh, their meaning. And so we reach the, uh, the third, which is the analogies for the affinity and their meaning. ตั้งบ่ดังนุสุเลยตะริกนี่เซอเดริกเดลาอ่าราจินดิเนริกซินิจิกาตะมินเกจุลเกจิซินนัมบานิชายเกเนตะดินิเปยเตมบาสุเล
ना बेचूल दें दे कहाँ गोगियो मारे पे ना न्यूगुड़ा जी या क्या वर्च चेपाला आह तब पापी की बुम लोग आसो बातें सोचें बाई शिनो टेल टेल ने किन्हीं ने कहा सोरे तंगर मेरा बाशी या न्यूगुगे जुम्बा दुसे या क्या गोगियो रहा तेर दिला तब दे गोगियो रविसना गोगियो मारे तेर दे सो Rangsing ini neri kelas sama tuan ini naya. Rangsing ini neri seni di suatu tempat je nada. Ye ni ye begi. Dap kasur curwa laksu bakang la, matiwa bejul laksu bakang la, matiwa baca ni ye ni dan dub siapa. Ah ini bayi itu, ini terang dah bayi ini sorang. Rangsing ini neri dia. Ini bejul dah cebe debu ising sorang. Shingdi sabunle ya kewar cheba la Rimba rimba shindu chene Da ka so ngarmi ki Chue dozo sardu mangbo chikke ni ya kye gogu yore shingdi Di nang shing chene Gijur ki rikdi Tanda nyugu tantagi yore Sore kewa di shing Rikdi ya nani Yoba shepra chate Da gijur ki rikdi so the analogies for the um, affinity are uh, gotra and um, so the the meaning that uh, each of those different analogies illustrate is going to be presented now in three sections First, uh, presenting the two types of uh, gotras or affinities and their respective uh, analogies. And uh, then the second section will show how the trikayas are attained through them. And then third, um, this uh, combined with the analogies. So the, uh, the first, the, uh, the two affinities and, and their analogies. So there are uh, two um, types of uh, gotra affinity or potential. Is the uh, naturally abiding uh, gotra, and or inherently abiding nature, and the um, evolving affinity or evolving gotra, evolving uh, potential. This, um, so that is, um, those are the two um, types of affinity, and they are illustrated by the uh, by two examples. So um, all the aspects that relate to the uh, to the affinity. So I illustrated by the five remaining example out of the nine from the uh, the treasure um, down to the um, uh, the um, the precious uh, statue, and so the first example of this series of five uh, remaining uh, example is the treasure, which illustrate the uh, um, the, the the naturally um, abiding gotra, and the um, the example of uh, the tree. Growing from the seed is uh, the um, so this tree illu tree illustrates the uh, evolving gotra. So the text says, like the treasure under the ground, naturally present without effort, and like the tree from the fruit, developing progressively with effort. The affinity too should be understood in its uh, two aspects. So that presents the two aspects. First is the uh, naturally present without effort so the the treasure is under the earth and it's just it is uh, just there uh, under the earth and in so that illustrates this aspect of being present there uh, without any effort the um 
the naturally abiding gotra, which is already present primordially with all the uh, enlightened qualities, just as the treasure is all present with, with all the wealth uh, naturally under the, under the ground. And so in the same way also, the, uh, the gotra is the inherently abiding uh, nature, the naturally abiding gotra, is present with all the qualities, enlightened qualities, um, already complete. And um, so without any effort, he says effortlessly, without any effort to produce them. And the second is the, um, the um, evolving uh, gotra, which uh, develop progressively with uh, effort. And so that's the second aspect. And that corresponds, the, the example that is used to illustrate that is the, of the, the tree that grows from the, the fruit. And for the tree to grow from the fruit, there's a certain amount of, uh, it's not that straightforward, it's not that simple for, for the tree, but little by little with, uh, so he says, with a, uh, it illustrates this aspect of producing something through effort. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. シェパリン、え、よばしえだて。トモメベンデネ、アンジンデネバチュイン、ナンダクタン、アンジン、え、ナンダクアンジンデネリタン、ナンダクアンジンデネリクセンデ、キャンディチェラタ、ペルギ。
and primordially endowed with all the qualities and so it is present from time without beginning from beginningless time so without any effort so that's the first um, uh, gotra and the second is um, so the evolving gotra which becomes paramount through the correct undertaking of virtue conducive to liberation focused on the first with the addition of effort and study reflection and practice so the second um, affinity so um, takes as a uh, as a, a focus is uh, its object this uh, dharma datu so the the first um, affinity the dharma datu it takes this uh, as its object as its focus and uh, and then engages uh, or is the engagement in uh, the different activities that are uh, relevant on the path, such as listening to uh, teachings, reflecting upon them, meditating, and so on. So all those um, um, effort, all those uh, practices, um, are uh, virtue conducive to uh, liberation. So, so um uh, so the um the your team do that you might imagine the your team do was the tick and then your team see then your then your team tick imagine leave my life um, so, 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 so there is this um um so by means of So by means of those um, uh, practices on the path, that, uh, such as listening to teachings, uh, reflecting upon them, um, meditating, and so on, so um, arises those uh, uh, a new 
those um, authentic virtues. So in the Tibetan, there's a sardu here, which means mm. kind of a, arise anew. So based on those practices, arising those virtues, virtues which are, it says, uh, conducive to uh, liberation. So it is uh, this different type of, of merit. And this is the merit called, uh, so-called conducive to liberation. That is um, basically, um, and it says the, uh, actually the, the supreme or paramount uh, um, merit that is conducive to liberation because um, so this is the type of positive actions virtuous action accumulation of merit that leads one to um, enlightenment that lead one to complete liberations so being the cause for um, it becomes the cause for people to reach complete liberation and so therefore it is the, the supreme kind of uh, merit this is uh, the, uh, the this merit that is um, conducive to liberation, and so um, the uh, this is so that correspond to the uh, um, to uh, the second the uh, evolving affinity. So again, the evolving affinity focuses upon the uh, uh, the dharma uh, the dharma datu, and in order to and then uh, engage in the practices of. Uh, is the engagement in the listening, reflecting, meditating, and so on, the different aspect of the path. And so basically, this affinity, the uh, evolving affinity, correspond to those uh, different aspects of the path, to those um, practices on the path, those accumulation of merit on the path. Mm. <laughs> Uh, so, so lam で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、
and this is um, so this sec uh, second uh, gotra uh, is uh, present for sentient beings uh, up until the end of the from uh, up until the end of the tenth bumi from uh, ordinary in um, for ordinary sentient beings up to uh, and including those on the tenth bumi uh, they all um, um, have those um, aspect of um, virtue or merit that uh, they accumulate on the path in order to reach uh, enlightenment and so and it is said that um, this kind of uh, virtue is paramount because it is the virtue conducive to liberation so this is you know virtue conducive or merit conducive to liberation is uh, usually defined as a uh, uh, this um, merit that leads to uh, complete enlightenment to the great enlightenment and so and that is why so it is said to be uh, paramount and this is how uh, Mipam Rinpoche explains because here um, then the text says Rangton uh, says uh, paramount means that of these two the latter is the most sublime that is Rangton Pandita is another explanation of the term paramount but um, first so uh, just to be clear Mipam Rinpoche explains that paramount means that um, uh, this, uh, because this this word paramount comes in the root text, and so they have different ways of uh, uh, explain, explaining it. But it says, like the treasure and the tree from the fruit, the affinity should be understood in its two aspects, as naturally present without beginning, and as paramount through correct undertaking. So this term here in the root text, paramount. And so Mipam Rinpoche explains that, um, again, it is paramount because it corresponds to this merit, this virtue, that lead to the great enlightenment, to uh, to Buddhahood, and so this is uh, why it is called paramount. Maybe um, she explains, but Rangtum Pandita has another uh, understanding of uh, the term in the root text. And um, so um so Rangton says that Paramount means that of these two the latter is the most sublime. So I forgot to translate that and uh Kempo feels that it could be quite important to say this. That um, so the way Rangtum Pandita understands it is that um, so Parma means that of these two that means of the two uh, uh, Gotra then uh, you understand that uh, the latter is the most sublime that means that uh, among the, uh, uh, the the naturally abiding Gotra and the um, um, evolving Gotra then the the most sublime one, the one which is paramount among the two, is the second one, the evolving gotra. That's Rangtum Pandita's understanding. So here we can see that the uh, the understanding of uh, Rangtun Pandita and the understanding of Mipam Rinpoche of this term is uh, very different. Sounds the same. No. What? It sounds the same? 
Yes. Totally different. I think. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Um, so Kempo says um, he feels that it's uh, very different mm-hmm. because the way Mipamampachi understands the term paramount in the root text, he understands it to, uh, to refer to this uh, kind of merit that is accumulated. That is, it means that um, this, um, mm, the type of merit that is accumulated on the path is the uh, or the virtue that is conducive to liberation, because you have two types of uh, of virtue. There's virtue conducive to liberation and virtue conducive to merit. Uh, uh, so, and so the the virtue uh, conducive to uh, liberations are the type of uh, virtue that leads to enlightenment, to complete enlightenment. And so that's why Mimparamuchi says that the term paramount in the root text indicate that the type of virtue that is accumulated here in this context is only a type of virtue that leads to complete enlightenment. He is not saying that among the two gotra, one is superior to the other, which is what Rangtum Pandita is saying. Rangtum Pandita is comparing the two types of gotra. Uh, he, used the, he understands the term paramount to be something that is like a comparison between the two types of gotra. Whereas Mipa Rinpoche is only saying that here the term paramount indicates that actually the virtues that are accumulated on the path are only virtues that lead to co- uh, complete enlightenment, virtues conducive to uh, liberation, not virtues conducive to merit. Yeah. So it's... Um, so no different? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tendaji 
छोनी लगते हैं गेजुरी रिक्त लगते हैं डुबी है रोवा ठीक है सब तो डुबी है रोवा तो अगर सॉरी ठीक सांझी की यंत्र तो जो मिजी बसे तो ना शे तो सांझी की ठीक है सांझी में चाबा सही तो तो यंत्र की नामी छोटू जोरवा चल रोवा ठीक कहाँ लगते हैं डुबी हो रहे हैं सुनोगे गेजुरी रिक्त so, um, so Rantram Penditas is saying that uh, the uh, among the the two types of uh, gotra, so the second one is a more uh, sublime. Um, um, so that's what the term parma in the root text indicates means uh, that's his um, understanding and if we think a little bit about it then uh, I feel that it is because you know they're from uh, so in their uh, Rangton's understanding coming from a uh, Rangton point of view Rangton's understanding coming from a Rangton point of view <laughs> then uh, the uh, um, the uh, they don't um, Believe that uh, there is the uh, the Gotra primordially endowed with all the qualities in sentient beings. They don't have already all the qualities. Where do the quality come from? Well, the qualities come from the two accumulations <coughs> performed on the path. As a result of the two accumulations, then the uh, comes the Dhamma. Uh, the, um, then we get the the Dhammakaya endowed with all the qualities. And so um, I feel that it is because so those those aspect of the the qualities, the enlightened qualities. The um, the ten strength, uh, the four uh, fearlessness, and so on. All those are the most sublime kind of you know uh, phenomena that there is, or qualities that there is. is uh, the, uh, and so therefore, uh, that's why the, he, uh, he considers that the uh, among the two types of gotra, then the the second, the um, the evolving uh, gotra is more sublime. That is just my my thinking. Kempo uh, says, and I don't know if that's the case or not, but that's uh, what uh, I think might be the, the case, the reason. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Sumiore, Chazan, Tendin, Dabucheni, Daldo, Gedurik Sengendi, Lamni, Piche, Sheila, Chuin Kuran, Rajin in Neri, Sene, Tatendicheni, Kabashenda, the Zogida, Tikiba, Chianchen, Kunkin, Chimbo Karasun, the Chitan, Rajin in Neritan, Gedurik Sengi, Chere, Rajin in Neritela, Rajin in Neritela, Children, Chinese, and number Nisha, you are a carsoria. 
Um, so in terms of those uh, two types of um, of gotra, there is um, so they are mentioned in uh, uh, in for example in uh, the omniscient long champa mentions it in the uh, uh, the semning also the mind comfort knees as well as in the uh, the uh, uh, the treasury of uh, of tenants and. Um, Usually, so the uh, the way that um, those two uh, gotras are understood by uh, most of the uh, um, Tibetan masters, scholars, is as uh, the the first one re- re- uh, being a reference to the ground, referring to the ground, and the second one to the path. So you have uh, uh, the the uh, the naturally abiding uh, gotra being being the ground, and then this aspect of the evolving uh, affinity corresponding to the path, but. Mm, uh, the omniscient longchenpa goes a, b- a bit deeper in that, and um, it distinguishes two aspects to the uh, to the first one, the naturally uh, present uh, gotra, naturally abiding gotra. He <coughs> distinguishes um, an aspect of um, phenomena, chuchen, and an aspect of uh, nature, chuni. Um, the chuni or nature aspect um, correspond to the uh, um, to the emptiness of uh, this uh, this nature of mind, this emptiness aspect to the nature of mind is uh, emptiness aspect of uh, the nature of phenomena, and so this emptiness aspect so correspond to what he calls the uh, the churchin aspect or uh, nature aspect of the naturally abiding good. Uh, chini, sorry. Thanks. The chini aspect, um, and so that's the uh, the first aspect. So the emptiness aspect, the chini or nature aspect, 
And the second, uh, the Churchen aspect of phenomena, that corresponds to uh, the uh, the Rupakayas. So um, the Rupakayas which manifest, which are present also in the ground. And so those um, correspond to the uh, to the aspect of uh, to the Churchen aspect of phenomena aspect <coughs> of uh, the uh, naturally abiding Gotra, because those kayas are present also uh, in the ground. And this, uh, the omniscient Mangshempa uh, calls the uh, uh, the evolving Gotra of uh, the um, of the ground. And so, uh, whereas the uh, the evolving Gotra that we mention, the second affinity correspond to the evolving gotra of the path. And so therefore, in the way that uh, the omniscient Lohshempa uh, explains, then there are two uh, different uh, evolving gotra. There is uh, the evolving gotra as part of the ground, and there is the evolving gotra of uh, the path. で、ちょうどでるわ。だ、あ、本当シラ、カルセギュレスよ、で、え、シラ、コスンギュンで、チャザンギュレスね、シェギュレルわ。で、シコラ、ナウイチャザン、トンビチャ。だ、トンビギチ
when we talk about so uh, at the level of the ground here, we say that you know the only nation to distinguish between those two aspects, this emptiness aspect and the appearance aspect, and uh, call the uh, um, emptiness aspect the uh, naturally uh, naturally abiding gotra of the ground, and the appearance aspect the um, um, evolving uh, gotra of the ground, or which is called also the accomplishment gotra of the ground. So those, uh, but um, again, so generally speaking, if we, uh, you know, when we talk about the the gotra, so there are two types of gotras mentioned here, you know, so that uh, taking the uh, um, the uh, the naturally abiding uh, gotra to correspond to both aspect of uh, emptiness and appearances, as opposed to the uh, evolving gotra, yeah. So we have two, but now if we look a little bit closer. To this first one, the uh, the uh, naturally abiding gotra, then uh, so it corresponds to the ground, and when looking at it, then actually uh, we see that this, those two aspects of emptiness that correspond to the uh, naturally abiding gotra of the ground and to the appearance that correspond to the evolving gotra of the ground it needs to be those two aspects, because as uh, the omniscient Longchenpa uh, said in the um, in the uh, in the Duktadze, uh that there is um, if uh, you do not see two aspects to the uh, abiding uh, gotra of the ground, then this is a sign that you haven't understood it, you haven't realized what it is. So because if you if you just consider there's not two aspects, there's just one aspect, it's just one uh, it's one thing, then you haven't really understood what the uh, the uh, gotra of the ground is, and so. Um, because there's those two aspects: the aspect of uh, uh, of emptiness and the aspect of uh, of, uh, of appearances, and also this, the fact that those three kayas are complete within the ground. So the three kayas being complete within the ground have the aspect of uh, the dharmakaya that correspond to the naturally abiding gotra, and the rupakayas corresponding to the uh, to the um, evolving gotra. And to give an example, so the way he explains that, it's like water, if you have a body of water. So the Dharmakaya would be like the water, the naturally abiding gotra, the Dharmakaya is like the water. And the uh, um, evolving gotra correspond to the, uh, uh, like to a reflection on this water. Like, uh, you know, if someone leans over the, the body of water and has his face refl- uh, reflected. So the reflection of the face of that person uh, the actual reflection would uh, correspond to the evolving gotra, the second aspect. But you can't separate one from the other. You can't have this reflection, uh, you know, completely separate from the water, the same way. So that is. So this is the way that uh, we should understand the gotra, and that there is there are those two aspects: the uh, the aspect of the uh, dhammakaya, the naturally abiding gotra, and the aspect of the rupakayas, the uh, appearing. Um, uh, aspect of uh, the appearance aspect of the rupakayas. She uh, the Lamgi Gedu Gridi, Delde, Delessa, Delde Juni, sorry. 
And so, <clears throat> so this um, gotra of the ground is what is uh, to be uh, to be realized, and the, um, the evolving gotra of the path, the gotra of the path, is what leads us to realize that. It's the means for realizing it. Um, another way of, of putting it is that this uh, naturally um, abiding gotra of the ground, as we just described it with these two aspects, is the result of elimination. And the, uh, um, the evolving gotra of the path is the cause of that result of elimination. So this is uh, the way that it is understood in our uh, tradition, the kind of uh, the specific, uh, special approach to um, to those two gotra in our um, tradition. Mm-hmm. Demand <laughs> 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 Dun <laughs> 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 so a uh, little clarification here actually it's not really uh, the um, the path is not really the cause uh, of uh, the elimination actually it is uh, um, the way that uh, so Long uh, Chempa explained is that it is um, the naturally abiding gotra of the ground is present as the cause of the fruit or the result of elimination. Yeah? The naturally abiding gotra of the ground is present is present as the cause of 
the um, result of elimination. Yeah, and the the cause. Yes, um, for once I'm not sleeping. <laughs> and um, and so the 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 um, the, uh, the aspect of the path of this evolving gotra correspond to the uh, um, like to the conditions. It's like the antidote that remedy the obscurations that cover this. Um, because um, actually, the ground, this naturally abiding um, gotra of the ground, is not uh, the result of elimination. Because the result of elimination is the Buddha with all its qualities manifesting and so on. So it's not the result. It's not the fruition. It's the ground. And so as the ground, it is present as the cause of the result of elimination. And the, whereas the, um, the aspect of the path, the culture of the path, correspond to this antidote or those conditions that enable this um, elimination to take, to take place and to reveal this, uh, this cause that um, naturally abiding uh, gotra to manifest as the result of elimination or the fruition uh, for, for a complete Buddha. Yeah. So that is the uh, <coughs> the way to uh, that it is um, um, understood. <laughs> oh, so yeah, there was a uh, one <laughs> one detail missing. There was uh, so understanding it, you know, it's not so. Just to explain, this is the way to to explain to understand how it is not actually the result of um, uh, that uh, arise uh, that arises. How do you say that? It's not. Production from causes and condition. You know, the fruition is not like a production from causes and condition, but uh, the result of elimination. So that's the way to, uh, therefore, understand it. This is how to explain it. If you want to understand that actually what's happening as, uh, 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 which is a process of elimination revealing this nature. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you still have some uh, few doubts about it, then we, then you could ask uh, questions later. Mm, ไอ้สารจงอันนี้เลยสารจงอันนี้เลยไม่ใช่สิเอ่อเกจูรีริกเนี่ยหรอกว่าคันเดจิละชาโกรสนะคัมกิเตงกิติมาจงเสสับตั
çatıyla da var sonra gecür gecik seni şagüyorlar Bugün geçti, gecür gecik da rigla sunba da halam halam tadıngın da uçtu In terms of the ultimate meaning, the evolving uh, gotra is not something previously absent that is newly produced. It becomes manifest through actions which have the power of restoring the function of the element by slightly attenuating the defilements that are on top of the element. So, um, this, um, uh, it says, in terms of the ultimate meaning, or, or maybe rather you would say in actuality, because uh, what, we, what we just said, which uh, actually didn't appear so much in the English, but the, this term sardu, newly, you know, you have those... Uh, Uh, virtue, those uh, qualities that newly arise, you know, on the path. And that was the word in Tibetan, sadhu, newly. And so here, uh, Mipam Rinpoche clarifies and says, even though so we use uh, the term newly in actuality, rather than in terms of the ultimate meaning, but in actuality, the evolving gotra is not something previously absent that is newly produced. So actually, uh, in the actuality, at the level of the, uh, of the you know, thing itself, uh, you know, if you really look, uh, look at what happens, it's not that there is a production anew of something, because actually uh, the, the Gotra already had all those qualities primordially. So it's not that the, they appear anew. What happens is that um, by the power of the, um, uh, through the actions, so that is through those uh, virtuous actions, then the, um, the obscurations are uh, slightly... Um, uh, uh, kind of uh, remove or uh, become slightly fainter so that the qualities of the element can manifest more. So this is what happens. So it's not that you produce anew those qualities, but it's just because you remove through those actions the obscurations, then start to manifest uh, uh, to manifest more. So um, the more then you, you remove those, those obscurations, then the more the, uh, the, uh, the qualities uh, manifest. And so in this way, so Mipa uh, Rinpoche explains in a way that is very close to what we just said about um, uh, the omniscient Longchenpa's understanding. Mm. So this is. Um, <laughs> だってさ、さじゅんまれしね、そんな。さじゅんまれしね、で、結局で、で、結局で、結局で、結局で、結局で、結局で、結局で、結局で、結局で、結局で、結局で、結局で、結局で、結局で、結局で、結局で、結局で
in terms of this uh, evolving gotra and so uh, and then you know come out in actuality uh, this so evolving gotra or uh, it is not something previously absent it's newly produced and so here because Mipamrampachi in this paragraph so explain what the um, um, <coughs> evolving gotra actually is goes into uh, and says that you know not just at the level of uh, you know the explanation of talking about it when we talk about it we say well actually you know those those are the virtues that we accumulate on the path that produce in you those qualities that's you know a way to to express it but if we look more closely at you know what's happening what this uh, gotra um, actually is then this uh, this evolving gotra then we see that actually it is not like a production anew, it is not a production anew of quality, it was just uh, through those actions, the removing of uh, the qualities, uh, the removing of the obscurations that reveal the, the qualities. And so, in this way, this, um, this way to understand the uh, uh, evolving uh, gotra uh, is, brings it very close to uh, the evolving gotra of the ground mentioned by uh, the omniscient Longshenpa. So that is the uh, um, the uh, that was the similar. The, huh? similar. Huh? <laughs> this is uh, similar to uh, <laughs> the omission long shampoo's explanation. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Rick Dinile, Jibusandi, Kusum Tobarjo by Yinke, so Dangui Ranjin Neriki, Shiki, so Tarchima, Tangui, Ranjin Neriki, Ranjin Neriki, Indi, Neriki, Shiki, so Tarchimbi, Loburgi, Timanda, Guni, Dangui, good top days on the Tambu Munikusenere, Tambu Chuku de Tokyo, so Casa あ、ラジネリティはね、にばぎじゅるげいくせなんげとえりえ、と、たちまいに、え、こちま、どりじゃんにりんがなわ、ロンクル、ロンクルとくなまにとぼそ。てに、てにま、でたっぺだんじゃ
Sorry, there was no subsequently, uh, just, uh, I don't know. It was just from, from the first uh, Gotrod and the, um, then there's the, the Dharmakaya and from uh, the second, the, the other two Kayas was, was uh, meant there. Um, and that's all. Um, so now the, this is explained by means of using the analogies. So the Svabhavikakaya, the ultimate nature, which is naturally pure and beautiful with quality, should be known as being like the precious statue. For what reasons? Because being primordially present, it is not something that has been made through effort, and because it is a treasury of the precious qualities, the strength, and so on. So, first the example illustrating so how this um, the Svabhavikakaya, or uh, the Dharmakaya, that is uh, the ultimate nature, and the ultimate nature is naturally pure and beautiful with qualities. And so it is illustrated by the, uh, the precious statue, which you remember was in this uh, ragged cloth. And so if you want to remove that uh, ragged cloth, then you obtain the statue. And the statue is, is already per- perfect. You don't need to do anything more uh, to it to kind of uh, purify it or, or whatever. It was just enclosed in, in the cloth. And the moment you remove the cloth, uh, cloth then all the uh, the statue manifests fully in all its beauty. Like the um, so, in the same way, once we remove the uh, the obscurations, then the uh, uh, dhammakaya manifests with all its uh, qualities, such as the ten strength, the four fearlessness, and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, Dinner, 
Um, next, um, since it possesses the vast wealth of the kingdom of the profound and vast great vehicle, the Dharma, the Sambhogakaya, the body of the perfect enjoyment of the great vehicle, uh, Dharma, which purifies and illuminates, is like the universal ruler who has power over the glory and wealth of the seven precious possessions and all four continents. So, next is the Sambhogakaya, which is illustrated by the example of the universal uh, monarch. So, <coughs> the... Um, Um, so it says, because since it possesses the vast wealth of the kingdom of the profound and vast great vehicles, so that is the Mahayana, so it has uh, complete mastery of, uh, of the Mahayana, of all the uh, Mahayana kind of uh, uh, phenomena or p 
appearances, everything that, um, uh, all aspects of Mahayana, then the profound and vast, then uh, this is compared to like a, um, the wealth of a, of a kingdom, or, or all those aspects of the Mahayana compared to the wealth of a, of a kingdom. And so since the, uh, the Buddha has mastered all those, has mastery <coughs> over all those, so it is like having mastery of all, all the wealth of a, of a kingdom. And so that's why it is compared to the uh, universal ruler. So it says, The Samogakaya, the body of the perfect enjoyment of the great vehicle uh, uh, of the Dharma, which purifies and illuminates. So um, the Sambhogakaya, the uh, um, so um, the translation of uh, Tibetan um, Sambhogakaya is here the body of uh, the perfect enjoyment. Translation: the body of perfect rapture, but uh, maybe body of perfect enjoyment of um, the uh, the great vehicle. So uh, enjoyment, perfect enjoyment, because uh, he has uh, it experiences all those. Um, uh, um, completely, perfectly, all those uh, phenomena of the uh, all those appearances, those pure appearances of uh, the Mahayana, pure appearances of the uh, Mahayana. So uh, that is um, those appearances that manifest to the uh, um, to the Bodhisattvas on the pure level, and more specifically to the uh, Bodhisattvas at the end of the continuum. That is the tenth Bhumi Bodhisattvas. Who um, it is said are the only one who can actually also see the uh, the Sambhogakaya. but um, and so here, so they have uh, complete perfect. Um, um, they can experience or have complete mastery over all those uh, appearances that manifest <coughs> on these uh, pure levels of the Bodhisattvas at the end of the continuum, and so that is why the uh, it is uh, called or it is um, the uh, the body. Of a perfect enjoyment that we uh, we use the Sanskrit sambhogakaya, but so and since so it is a perfect uh, body of perfect enjoyment of all those appearances, pure uh, those appearances of the pure level of um, uh, Mahayana, um, um, then uh, it is uh, like um, it is compared to the universal monarch, the universal monarch who has. Um, um, power over the glory and wealth of the seven precious possessions, all four continents. So, the uh, uh, the universal monarch has uh, you know complete power over all those uh, those wealth, such as um, uh, the seven pre precious uh, emblems of royalty uh, that uh, which symbolize that, or the uh, uh, all four continents. They have uh, control, mastery over those uh, the four continents. So, in the same way, also. Uh, the uh, <coughs> the Buddha having uh, mastery this aspect of the mastery of uh, all those uh, phenomena of the uh, of the pure uh, levels appearances of the pure level then is uh, called the um, the body of perfect enjoyment. Take 
So um, here, so um, interestingly, it explains, you know, the uh, the term sambhogakaya, or this um, body of perfect enjoyment, and it explains why it is called like that. So it is the perfect enjoyment of um, the uh, the dharma of the Mahayana. So that is how to understand perfect enjoyment uh, of the Dhamma of the Mahayana. Understanding um, enjoyment as um, like possessing or mastering, you know, a little bit like a, a king, you know, enjoys his, king, his kingdom and so has perfect, um, you know, control or mastery over his, his, his kingdom and, and enjoys it, uses it, you know. So it's a perfect enjoyment in that sense. Because there's uh, this correspond to this aspect of the Buddha that is able to teach the all the bodhisattvas on the tenth bhumi. So he has complete mastery of those teachings of the Mahayana and can uh, completely use them, you know, for whatever purpose uh, they need to in order to teach those uh, bodhisattvas on the tenth bhumi. So in that sense, uh, the uh, the uh, the body of perfect enjoyment of uh, the Mahayana, and, <coughs> and because you know, at the level of the Dharmakaya, there's no such you know uh, kind of uh, discussions of you know mastery of these teachings or that teaching, or uh, it's not. It's more you would you would talk about it from the point of view of Rupakayas, of, of form bodies. So here it is. Uh, so the um, the Sambhogakaya correspond to is this body of uh, perfect enjoyment of the Dhamma of the Mahayana in the sense that it has <coughs> complete mastery and can really um, enjoy, use it in whichever way it needs to in order to teach the Bodhisattvas and the Tenth And this is only, uh, here we are only talking about the uh, uh, Mahayana teachings because when we come to uh, Nyamanakaya, emanation in the form of Nyamanakaya, then there's uh, Hinayana teachings, Mahayana teachings in accordance with the level of the different students. But here, the uh, Sambhogakaya is a complete and enjoy- perfect enjoyment of the Mahayana teachings. Tarduki 
呃，苏宁的那边儿，苏宁的那边儿，苏宁的那边儿，苏宁的那边儿，苏宁的那边儿，苏宁的那边儿，苏宁的那边儿，苏宁的那边儿，苏宁的那边儿，苏宁的那边
So this is um, illustrated <laughs> so, uh, with the, uh, the ninth example, the uh, example of the golden statue. statue. Um, and so, um, mm, it says, um, here it says outward appearance. So this is the, the outward, outward kind of appearance of gold. You know, you could make uh, statues of uh, uh, many different kinds of statues uh, out of gold. That <coughs> is... Buddhist statue, but you know, remember earlier he was saying uh, horse in in the text, which I uh, says are corrected for uh, deities actually. But uh, actually, in uh, uh, Rongton's commentary, he does say uh, horses and so on. You know, he does say that. So that is the uh, uh, this reference. You know, in the, when we were discussing this uh, ninth example, then you know all the uh, the forms that uh, that manifest just like reflection or just uh, it says outward appearances and so there's um, um, many uh, different types and so Rongtong was saying ho- horses and so on uh, others like uh, Golota was saying Buddhas and Bodhisattvas and so on so, so there's um, many different uh, you know there's uh, different possibilities and so uh, I don't know maybe uh, so in, in the text it appears as a uh, Horse there, and that might uh, that might be fine, you know. It's uh, basically as uh, if we look here also. It says that basically they manifest in all sort of uh, appearances, uh, all many different appearances. They manifest for the sake of uh, sentient beings, outward appearances. So that could as well uh, be horses and uh, uh, Buddhas, Bodhisattvas. So. Also, Mm. So that's what you know. That's what you do when you when you look at the at the text and see the uh, the consistency. You know, this scriptural uh, consistency between you know what comes before and what comes after in the text. And when you put them together, then the uh, the meaning then comes uh, more clearly. で、ね、サブジェンドバ、テンデンデビットクスルセンデレシャノ。な。あ、ガシオレ。で、わしに人部ビンデンテ、え、あ、トビニダミデンバデジ。ガソレ。デビリコネトバチャワ。な。で、
这个是我们的电视台的电视台的电视台的电视台的电视台的电视台的电视台的电视台的电视台的电视台的电视台的电视台的电视台的电视台的电视台的电视台的电视台的电视台的电视台的电视台的电视台的电视台的电视台的电视
for uh, this topic of the uh, Sugata Gaba, and that could not be done done on one's own with one's uh, own kind of a limited uh, mind. And so the analogy that is given in the root text in order to illustrate that is of the um, so maybe again forget about the circle, but just the the sun itself, uh, the mandala of the sun or the the, the sun, you know, that blazes uh, forth a light but cannot be seen by those without eyes, so people blind cannot see the sun even though it's blazing, you know, so it is the same also for ordinary people who have uh, uh, limited due to the obscurations in their mind are not able to, to see this uh, Sugata Gaba, so they have to rely on uh, trust and confidence, trusting what is taught in those um, definitive, su- uh, definitive meaning sutras of the, uh, the essence sutras as well as by Nagarjuna and Asami. Mm-hmm. I guess you don't have any questions. <laughs> Was it line three? Mm-hmm. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, after Rinchen and Rapid Rinchen and so on.
It is not something that has been made through effort. So uh, basically, the meaning, what it says, is that the, you know, the qualities. Um, Mm, page 69, section 3, first paragraph, last two lines. And it says, for what reasons? Because being primordially present, it is not something that has been made through effort, and because it is a treasure of the precious quality, the strength, and so on. So, <coughs> here the, uh, mm, the Svabhavikakaya, so it's compared to the precious statue, um, and it says because you know it has all those qualities. That just you know it's the statue that is in the uh, wrapped in this uh, uh, ragged cloth. So the moment you 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 you, uh, you remove the cloth, then the statue appears with all its qualities. You don't need to do anything about it. And so it's the same also. The uh, Svabhavikakaya is uh, primordially present with all these qualities already. And so. Um, here they did not uh, repeat twice the same thing in English, but it seems that the meaning is there, isn't it? Or is there something missing? Is it? There's no mention of one compound. Well, it's duches put together. You would. So it's not compounded that way anyway, it's from Here, 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 should be understood as like work or activity, you know, the kind of work you do to produce it. So karma is sometimes called actually duche like like this, you know, because that, that correspond because this is something that's created, you know, through by means of body, speech, and mind, and you you kind of pull it together, you know, put it together, or you know, make it, produce it. Yeah. <laughs> 
question question is maybe say small yeah in that last paragraph on the same page um what, what is this domdan domdan the perfect i couldn't is that is that a reference to some local kai or tendanbeku means ultimate kai